Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode one of Life in Excellence. Today, we are going to be talking about the mountain that you are on, whether or not you're climbing it, and did you even know you were on this mountain? And I'd like to mention our amazing hosts, Eddie Squared. Boom! Eddie Squared, take it away. Hey guys, what's up? This is the other Eddie. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about the mountain. And what the mountain really is, is a perfect analogy of what your life is and what everyone's life is like. And so we go right into saying life is like climbing a mountain, right? It's just about constant growth. It's about just overcoming life's obstacles and just getting as high up on that mountain as possible. And so what I think that is very important to know is that this mountain doesn't really have a peak, right? So there isn't an, an ultimate level where you're just like, okay, well, I've grown, I've learned, I'm good here. You know, I've conquered everything in my life because that point doesn't exist. Actually, it's just constant climbing for as long as you can. Because when you're stuck in one spot on the mountain and you're convinced that this is it, this is where I'm at, this is, I'm good here. What you start to realize is that the mountain isn't very as rigid as you thought it was. Actually, the mountain, I think you've mentioned earlier today, is, has like a mudslide on it, right? And so this mudslide, it's kind of like if once you're stuck in that one spot, you're not just staying there and cruising at that level, you're gonna actually start to just slide back down. And it's so subtle that you don't even realize, but you're just gonna, revert back to originality unless you adapt to what's coming at you in life so what do you think about that what do you think about like the mudslide analogy i think that was really well put and i also think that it's interesting to think about like all the people i mean it's really it's an analogy for your life how many people are really like thinking of it that way like how many people are really like tapping into their inner thoughts and going like, what am I doing here? Kind of thing. You know, like I'm in this whole society, like hierarchy, what's going on? You know, like, where do I fit in in all this? What am I doing? Uh, in essence, I mean, I, we basically put it that way because, you know, in life, like most people, I think, I like to think are trying to get ahead in life. To get ahead in life is, you know, like getting higher on this mountain, but like the mountain is, ever-changing and so are we and we'll get to that later but as this mountain continues to grow which allows you to never reach the top which is really cool um, it also doesn't allow you to stay in the same place like you were saying with the mudslide the it's constantly going up and the garbage that doesn't matter about the mountain is falling back down if you plant yourself right there you're gonna continue. You get there, like, I'm good, I'm good. I got to where I wanted, I found my, uh, my wage, I got my career down, I've, I'm making my $65,000 a year. We're good, solid. Not necessarily, because when you just stay there and you're stagnant, you're actually going back down because the rest of the world's going up or at least the world that you haven't allowed yourself to see. Maybe your friends and neighbors are all doing the same shit as you but there's a whole planet earth out there 
going against the grain and you should probably think about what are you doing to do that what are you doing to further yourself what are you doing to get higher on that mountain and if you're doing that if you're good and you're climbing right now and you're doing super well for yourself who are you helping get up with you it's important because if you get to you know what you perceive to be the top it's gonna be pretty lonely if i didn't bring eddie with me i'll be fucking bored you're like shit i'm gonna feel bad honestly for not taking him with me because now like I've, I've done a disservice to him like i could have brought him with me and it's a lose lose because i miss out on having my friend with me and I, he misses out on having a life that he would rather have and that just doesn't make sense for anybody and uh that, that's how i see the mountain right there and i think as long as you continue to go up even when the mudslide gets heavy and you fall back down because of life circumstance and you just keep climbing, finding new angles around whatever obstacles come your way, you'll make it in the end if you just stay persistent, consistent, and doing the right thing. That's what I think. Yeah. Absolutely. That's an amazing point. One thing I realized as I'm growing up is that every year I feel like I'm smarter than the person I was the year before. So, you know, through just life experiences, learning new things and meeting new people, I realized that I've changed inevitably. Something about me has changed over this time as I'm living life. And initially, you know, my reaction to change, as usually it is in human nature, is defensive. I say, hmm, I'm not sure if I like, if I'm comfortable shifting myself into this new being. You know, whatever that looks like, you know, my habits, the people I associate with, my work ethic, any aspect of life. And then I realized when I look at life as a mountain, that's exactly what it takes. It takes change to climb up this mountain. Because as a real mountain climber would, as you're getting up this mountain and you're encountering, you know, circumstance and whatever life throws at you, you have no choice but to reinvent yourself, to change the angle at which you're coming at this obstacle or this goal of yours. Because insanity, as many people like to put it, is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And based on that, we know that change changing our way of being, changing what we do and how we do it in order to adapt what life throws at us is absolutely mandatory. Because you hit a big, you know, obstacle on this mountain. If you keep climbing in that direction, you're not overcoming this obstacle. And so what that takes for some people, it seems, is getting out of their comfort zone. It's saying but I was so used to climbing this way all the way up until this point. Why do I have to change? And I like to note that it's not that you have to change. It's that you have the choice to change and making that choice is what will get you to go around that obstacle and get even farther on that mountain. Otherwise you just say, well, this is the peak of my mountain. You know, I'll see you guys later. Everybody else climbing up and then you're stuck there. And then the mudslide comes in, and now you're going back down. What do you think? Here you go. What do you think is 
a good example of an obstacle that maybe like you've dealt with in your life that you were having trouble getting around maybe you were climbing in the same direction for a little while not getting past it but just staying in the same spot and what did it take from you to get around it excellent question excellent eddie um so i think that for myself really um my career and money has been always a prevalent challenge for me is um how am I going to get the money together to do this project? Or I have this to take care of and I have all of these other things. How do I make sure that this is taken care of and my finances are still in shape? And so what I realized is that it's how I was approaching the issue that was, you know, holding me back from unlocking this power, this power to overcome the issue of money. And so what I realized is what I was doing to make the money, what I was comfortable comfortable doing to make the money is what was holding me back. I realized that I had the choice. I either stay, you know, working in the same field, doing the same projects, committing the same way, having the same work ethic, and then some at some point, you know, the money will come up. I can have I could have done that and just stayed on that same spot on the mountain and then slowly the mudslide would have just taken me deeper and deeper down. What I did instead was I took the uncomfortable route and that is to change what I was doing. Find another thing to do to source, to make that money, to source that money other than just what I was comfortable doing. And that change, although it was difficult, it was difficult you know, to do something that I'm not used to doing you know, a different kind of business, a different kind of, let's say, the way I was talking to people, my relationships. If I wanted to succeed in making that money, I had to change the way I was in terms of my work ethic, in terms of people I speak to, in terms of my association, my network. You know, it's hard. It's hard coming to the realization that, okay, I like doing this, but I know it doesn't serve me in what I want to do. And so, exactly, it plays in the short game. I'm just doing what I want now, but that's not what's going to help me do what I want for the rest of my life. And so, overcoming that obstacle, making that change in that moment and saying, this is it, this is where I stop doing X and I'm going to start doing Y, because Y is what gets, to, gets me to where I want to be. And that's why change is so important. It's powerful, absolutely. Yeah. I was going to ask you, so do you see yourself adapting frequently or is it does it become a challenge for you in your day-to-day -day life? Do you see yourself getting comfortable in your usual routines and does it help you in doing so? Absolutely. Uh, I get comfortable in my day-to-day -day routines like anybody else. Uh, whenever I get up, you know, my body just wants to go ahead and do the same things. Uh, for a while, I would let that happen. And it's different, though, because when I woke up, there's a little hint of the feeling every single morning. Just like, ah, there's got to be something. There's got to be more. There's got to be something different. Like, this isn't 100% awesome for me. Like, this isn't what I want every single morning. 
what I'm about to do with my day. I would think about it and nothing was exciting me at all. Like, great, get up, live, do things, whoop de do. Like, I wasn't living in gratitude. I wasn't excited about where I was because I had nothing to be excited about. Nothing like, none of the people that I was talking to excite me. None of the things that I would be doing throughout the day excite me. I wasn't gonna be doing anything that I perceived to be productive. I wasn't gonna be doing anything fun that I perceived to be fun. So my days would just kind of get like really like sluggish and lame and boring and same. I, that feeling never went away though. And eventually I was just like, this shit needs to stop. Like this is fucked. I can't be, I can't be doing this every day, continuing the same bullshit in and out. Like I feel like so many people end up this way. So eventually what I did was I changed who I was talking to and the, it's weird because, you know, I don't want to like say that like, I don't want to give myself credit to, so to say, for going out and making that happen. I almost feel like I found these things. Like, I, I feel like the universe like left like a few like little breadcrumbs for me and I would like follow them and it led me to the things that happened to me and for me. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not like I didn't go out and like Google awesome people that I'll like and get in touch with them and hit them up and be like, yo, I feel like we would be cool together. Let's spend time together. Be my friend. You know, like I didn't do that. <laughs> you know, like I wonder, would that work? I don't know. I haven't tried it. <laughs> but uh, like it just it just kind of happened. And I just rode the momentum. I just kept going with it. I would just let the relationships build and anything that I learned along the way to increase the value in the relationship, I would use it and I would go on and just find ways to give value to other people, to make them happier. Like and value can be like a lot of different things. Like value doesn't have to be, you know, like working for free or, you know, buying your groceries or taking care of your bills or any of that stuff or, you know, like value can be like just bringing like an awesome energy with you. Like when you enter the room, like, cause like, that's a problem for a lot of people. It's like, they're just like, ugh, like no fucking exciting people are showing up for me. Well, you can be that for them. If you just choose and tap into that and go in, that's awesome. Cause if I know what it's like to be sitting there bored alone, uh, nothing really going on. The energy just kind of gets stagnant or negative and somebody awesome comes in the room like you. And it's just like, holy shit, things are awesome all of a sudden. I like it when this guy's around. That can be value, like easily, easily worth more than money. When you, when people feel like they're having a good time, that's, that's the number one prize right there. Um, so with that, it kind of brings the thought process to, well, like, great, Eddie. Um, I want to bring that energy into the room, but I don't have that. A lot of people, I mean, I used to be one of them. I don't know about you, but like I wanted to have that infectious, positive, optimistic energy when I walked somewhere, when I talked to a stranger, when I met up with my friend. But I like, like, what was it? Like, was I not choosing to do it? Was I holding myself back? Was I this? Was I that? Like, why wasn't it happening for me? And I want it. Like, I see the person in my mind's eye that I want to be, that I want to act like. That I want to be that free person on the dance floor just doing whatever the fuck I want. And I wasn't doing it. So what is that? It sounds like I'm a crazy person. Like, I want to go to the store. It's, I want to go to the store and buy groceries. But I won't. <laughs> like, like insanity, doesn't it? 
It does. It it sounds like a fucking crazy person. Like, wh- what what the hell are you doing? You know, like, oh, I, I want a loving relationship. I want to have success. I want money. I want this. I want that. And they go out and they get a shit relationship. They get a minimum wage job, and that's all they do with no side hustle. Yeah. Like, you say these are the things you want, but then you go ahead and fill your house with all the shit that you don't want. So You're like a crazy person. I think... People aren't crazy, right? People aren't just crazy doing crazy stuff. So what's really the purpose? What's the cause of that? I think... The chaos. I think the answer to that is people aren't doing a self-audit on themselves. Mm. I think we need to audit who we are on a day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year basis. Because when we do that, we start becoming aware of what's really going on. Because, and I'm the biggest worst version of this like i just won't pay attention and if i don't see the shadows behind me and the light moving i don't even know that time's passing so i'm like the worst at this so i'm not gonna say i'm great but if you just take a minute and just go like all right wait where am i what did i do to get how did i get here i'm in brooklyn i'm in this room i'm sitting in front of a camera there's who knows if anybody's watching me maybe people are watching me i'm holding a microphone i'm talking to another dude with my name like what the hell is going on what did i do to get here well backtrack what was it well what is this a good thing or is this a bad thing if it's a good thing great what worked what made this happen for me and i kind of like to think of this as like you are like every single person is their own little pot of stew right so like everybody starts out is just water boiling water you maybe you're not boiling i don't know maybe you're not even boiling maybe you got nothing going on maybe there not even water maybe maybe you're this like lukewarm like sewer gunk wow. Wow. yeah or maybe that's how you see yourself right now but trust me if you're watching this you're definitely not um everybody's got their own thing going on Everybody's got their own stew. Everybody's got like their own past experiences are ingredients that have been dropped into this thing of stew, this pot of stew, right? And what did it take to get the ingredients that are in it right now that you like? Oh, okay. I have a roof over my head. That's cool. I like that. What did I do to get there? Um, My mom loves me. That's great. Awesome. Probably didn't take too much, but who knows? And well, if you were to have your own apartment, right? If you were to have your own apartment or your own family, your own relationship, your own success in your career, you think, okay, what ingredients are in my pot that's creating these results? And so, as you live life, as you learn new things, as you gain new experiences, these are new ingredients that are being put into your stew. And these small ingredients that you gain over life can change the whole composition of the stew. It could taste completely different because of one added ingredient. And so that just coincides with how, you know, we are always changing our stew. The taste of our stew, what it's made of is always changing. So that's a good point that you mentioned. You get to audit yourself. So you look at your stew yeah, and you see, what are the ingredients in there now that I have? And what are the ingredients of my perfect stew recipe? 
what does it take ingredient for ingredient to create exactly who I want to be? How does my life get to taste like? And part of auditing yourself is owning your weaknesses, owning the bad ingredients, the ones that you don't want in there. The ones that maybe you know are in there, but are pretending not to know. And so a really great value in self-auditing is finding out those ingredients, finding out what will it take? What do I get to put into my stew to make it exactly how I want to be? So get a taste of your own stew. So what it is, get, a, get the ladle, get a little sip and see, wow, okay, this gets to change. And it does. It always does get to change because that is how you climb up the mountain. Your stew can't stay the same the whole ride up. And so, for example, in my situation, I looked at my own stew and I said, well, I like a few things in there. I like that, you know, I'm energetic. I like that, you know, I tend to be happy. I like that I'm motivated. I like that I'm currently working on my career and my businesses and it's working for me. But that's not all, right? If we only focus on those, we neglect the bad ingredients that are just sitting there and spoiling our stew. Yeah, what's sinking away? What, what could it look like? What could it taste like? If I took them out. Yeah. Like, like if I took those ingredients out, what would it taste like? Like, yeah, like it's pretty good right now. Like, yeah, we got some decent like Campbell's chicken noodle going on. Like, it's it's all right. It's all right. It's a li little high on the sodium, but whatever, whatever. But there's like there's a wrench in there. Like, there's a rusting wrench in my suit. Like, it's on the bottom. It's all the way down. You can't really see from the top because all the noodles and the cloudy broth. Exactly. You can't see it. Like, just like looking in. Like, get that ladle in there. Get get a spoon get some tongs get get that shit and like notice it notice that shit be like yeah exactly man like what what is going on in this thing in my life what's going on in my life that isn't really helping the soup like Kimball's isn't the best to start off with but like what's really weighing it down it's probably that nasty ass wrench you know so once you notice it that's a huge step because most people will live and die and never even know about the wrench or whatever crap is in there. You know, it's sad. It's crazy. But most people will go their entire existence never knowing why shit sucked. And they'll blame outside circumstance their entire lives. And be like, oh. And everybody will be like, oh, you know, he was great, but he never lived up to his potential because he created excuses. Like, do you want that to be you? Do you want that to be you? No. Like, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Get your hands dirty. Get in there. It might burn. It might fucking hurt because if your shit is boiling... You're going to get some scars in there. It's okay, though. Your body is amazing at healing itself. And so are you on the inside. It's even better, actually. I've heard stories of people dealing with, you know, parental and child abductions, rape, all these other things. Like, people come through. People are really fucking strong. You just have to tap into it. You just have to know it within yourself and then use it. It's crazy the shit I've seen people get through. Like, astonishing. So get in there. Grab that shit, whatever it is, something nasty. I know it's nasty. Maybe it's not a wrench, but it's not supposed to be there. Like, you'll know it when you see it. You're like, Eddie, like, what? Like, are onions belonging here? Like, probably. Does the wrench? I don't know. You know? So get it out and then taste your soup. 
do another self audit. Is it better? Is it perfect? Maybe not perfect, but it's better. All right, great. We've got the wrench out. What can I start piling on top? And what else is off here? Is the temperature off? Is there some other nasty stuff? Is there like chicken adobo in this like steak thing going on? I don't know. Does it belong? Does it not? Experiment. Take it out. Try it. Find those things that aren't right in your life. Like for me, what was wrong in my life was I wasn't associating with people that were like leveling up in life, that were climbing the mountain. I was hanging out with a whole bunch of people that were stuck their picks in the side and were just like, I'm chilling and just sliding down, sliding down. I was sliding down with them and I was having a great time until I realized what was going on. The ingredient missing for me was awesome, powerful, influential people that are doing stuff in life, that are vigorously, ambitiously climbing that mountain like they want to be at the top. And I added that in, and then I had to remove the ingredient, which wasn't working, which was the crabs at the bottom of the bucket trying to grab me and pull me back down. So I just snipped them out, and... You know, it, it wasn't fun. Those are people like I considered super uncomfortable, Eddie. Right. Super uncomfortable. Like those are people like I tell myself I identify with them that I've known them my whole life. And like, oh, this is like this is my bro. I can't just not start stop talking to my bro. Like what the fuck that doesn't make any sense to me. But it was necessary. It was necessary is not always comfortable. So once you find the strength within yourself to go ahead and do those things that really make you uncomfortable, you will have a different life. There's a saying I heard that really struck a chord with me. You picture your new life, right? Like, what do you want your new life to look like? What does that look like? Where do you live? Who's around you on a day-to-day basis? What, what do you have material-wise? What do you have relationship-wise? What does that all look like? That's your new life, right? That's your, that's your perfect stew. It's your perfect stew. It's your perfect stew. What does your perfect stew taste like? Your new life is going to cost you the one you have right now. And that that really hit me because I you realize it just really gives like meaning to the to the sense that great things don't come without sacrifice. You need to drop the things that make you feel comfortable right now in order to level up, in order to get higher on that mountain. In order for those people who are ambitiously climbing to allow you to climb with them. Because they know, those people, trust me, those people climbing like there's no tomorrow, they know what they don't want in their soup. They've taken that shit out already. And if they see you as another problem, they are sure as hell not going to let you in. So be ready for that. Awesome point, Eddie. That was really well put. Absolutely. Yeah. It takes sacrifice. That's what it is. That's what I think is the line to be drawn. Is that, sure, it's a given, right? We get to change in order to adapt to life. But what does that change look like? And so naturally, you know, we want to be comfortable. It's just innate. It's in our nature. We choose the path that of least resistance, but that path is actually the path of least rewards. Resistance in life is equivocable, is the same, it correlates, it goes hand in hand 
with rewards. Resistance leads to rewards. Not you resisting, but you tackling the resistance. Saying, okay, here's how my stew is. I know what ingredients I get to take out. I don't really want to take out those ingredients. I'd rather, that's okay. I can live with those ingredients. And then I'll start convincing myself. Like our brains are the best lawyers we know. We'll just start pulling facts, evidence from everywhere just to corroborate our point. Saying, yeah, 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 that ingredient, no, that's okay. I'm okay with that ingredient. But here we're not settling for okay. We're settling for life in excellence. And to be excellent in life, we can't be just okay with any ingredient. Every ingredient in our stew gets to be excellent, gets to serve us in exactly what we want to be doing, how our stew gets to taste like. And so one bonus thing we wanted to leave you guys off with real quick on the topic of the stew is that we invite you guys to take an audit of your stew, grab a spoon and taste it. And what really the question is, is what does your perfect stew taste like? Think about it. Think about what ingredients will work in that perfect stew. What ingredients make that flavor? What will it take for it to taste that way? And, this, and the second thing to think about is what ingredients are absolutely not allowed in our stew? not allowed in my stew what ingredients are not allowed in my stew and then look at your own stew currently and notice it notice if those ingredients that you listed out just now are in your stew currently and if that's the case you know exactly what to do get that shit out of there take the fucking wrench out of the stew it's disgusting. I think that's actually a good point. Yeah, are you gonna serve it to other people? You when you show up into the room, everybody's tasting that stew, whether they like it or not. So don't give your guests shitty, rusted, rusted wrench stew. It's fucking nasty. Be nice. What kind of stew would you want to be tasting? Somebody comes into the room with a pot of stew. What stew do you want it to be? You get to choose. That's the whole fucking point is you get to choose. So pick your stew for yourself and pick the type of stew that other people are going to offer you. Sound good? Awesome. Leave it in the comments. Put the answers to this. I'll put the, uh, the question again here in the description. Answer it and you'll be hearing back from us. Thanks for watching.